welcome to episode 11 of the FoxCast, everybody. It's the same old crew you know and love. Of course, me leading the whole pathway as normal. It is Dokes, the captain of this ship, lead Fox, uh, who is with me, of course, just my classic buddies. To my virtual right, I have, I don't even know if there's any man out there who's more of a hype machine. Say hello to everybody today, Nuvo. Hype is real, Nuvo Nokai here, your fellow guru from the then. <laughs> all right, and to my virtual left, we have the man who keeps the show on the road for all the technical glitches and all the funny static we like to make. Say hello to everybody, <laughs> Dinah. Oh, joy and fun. <laughs> hey, I'm <everyone>, Dinah here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you enjoy fixing all of our weird hiccups every time. Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> quivering with excitement Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so everybody we have a hopefully very fun episode for you guys once again this is our 11th episode so now we're in our second set of 10 uh i hope everybody enjoyed last episode's q a if you haven't seen it be sure to go check it out uh we answered everybody's questions from around our anime site kitsu and i do hope all those who did submit questions enjoyed the uh, answers they got we're hoping to do that every uh, 10 episodes for you Today, we are going to be discussing a fun topic that's always heavily debated. It is going to be the classic discussion of dub or sub. But before we do that, we have some other things we're going to be doing today as well. There's going to be a few changes with the uh, FoxCast, uh, hopefully for the better. We've uh, mutually discussed this, and we've decided that trends are no more. They are going to die on this podcast. We enjoyed the trends that you guys submitted throughout the time when uh, we were doing it in the podcast, and had a lot of laughs with them, but sometimes there's dry periods with these, and honestly, there's such a 50-50 mix uh, reception with them, and we also want the FoxCast to expand and be enjoyed by people even outside of Kitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we, we don't think the... Uh, kitsu solely based stuff uh is gonna be too interesting to them and for that to be the start of every podcast doesn't uh seem to be a uh, very smart move on our part so we're going to be replacing that with something more fun and more interactive we are going to be bringing two new segments to our show first off will be a question of the week as we call it even though we won't be doing this actually weekly or we'll be doing more of a buy or try weekly schedule. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be having at least one to two to three questions from you guys submitted to us uh, that I will compile and find out uh, and we'll answer them uh, similar to the Q and a, uh, this will be able to have more interaction with us every episode instead of like every four to five episodes when we do inter- interview sections or, you know, actual big Q and a ones. And then our other new thing we're bringing in is called Current Anime Talks. Uh, that's a title that is uh, forthcoming to be changed at any moment once uh, Dinah tells me a better title. <laughs> but this is going to be... Uh, you guys listen to us because you like us, hopefully. I know most of you are here just for Nuvo because he's, he's the pride and joy of the world. Oh, jeez. You guys come to listen to us to talk about anime, so what, we decided we wanted to talk a little bit more about anime sometimes, too. So we're always going to, every podcast, talk a little bit about what we've been uh, currently digging into. No spoilers, just fun discussion. Uh, maybe share some new shows you guys haven't heard of, or maybe make you guys excited about things you're also watching at the same time. And that That's pretty much everything that we'll be doing that's new. Uh, so that concludes our, the lengthy intro this time. Uh, so without further ado... Let us get into the new era of the FoxCast. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah! Okay, so uh, we're going to be starting off with the question of the week. That was not a modified sound effect. That was all me. Mm-hmm. I know, amazing. <laughs> um, 
This time, uh, the question is from the indomitable Austin Dojan, uh, very creative and uh, quirky kid. Uh, he's always got fun things to say. His question is absolutely unique. So I asked him, give me a question. He went, first thing I see is yogurt. So tell me, Foxcast, what is your favorite flavor of yogurt? And you must also answer with a story that involves your childhood. Hmm. That's assuming if yogurt has any link to your childhood. <laughs> Man! That is true. Yogurt could just be a, like, a big part of my adult life. And uh, when I discovered it and fell in love, had a passionate one-night stand with it, stuff like that. <laughs> I know, right? Unless you're doing like, some dirty, kinky things with yogurt. I don't know if you really want to have a, a childhood memory. I mean, my favorite flavor is strawberry banana. I really love Ooh. strawberry banana yogurt. I mean, it just tingles on the tongue and it's just like heaven. But childhood stories circle around yogurt now. I don't really have no touchy-feely, uh, nice childhood story to really relate, though. You know? Are you telling me your past doesn't revolve around yogurt? It. it I mean, I. you know, I eat it. I ate it, like, when I was younger, and I eat it now because it's good. And, uh, you know, I, I try to, like, stay healthy and fit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the fittest guy. The Mabs. I understand. I, 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 here we go. Don't, don't start that up. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. We early it. <laughs> Measures the depth of how deep they are with yogurt just pouring it in. <laughs> hey, hey, go, go ahead. Man, look, I do want some. I might have to get some yogurt when I uh, uh stop at the uh, plantation tomorrow. But, yeah, the strawberry banana, you know, I love strawberry banana. But I don't have any. I grew up with yogurt in my house when I was childhood. But I don't have really any funny stories like, you know, Papa threw yogurt on the ground and I slipped on it or something like that but you know I have no <laughs> funny stories certain around yogurt what about you guys now I'm absolutely sure Dinah's probably got one of the most fantastic stories I've ever read over so you, you you have to tell me Dinah come on then come oh, on I know you do come all on. this pressure wow thanks <laughs> come on, <laughs> come that's, on. I, that's what I'm here for it you represent Moe Moe swag gang Dan come on you, you gotta you gotta give him something oh dear alright um, <laughs> So my favorite flavor of yogurt is probably strawberry mm. or any actually any berry. Blueberries are really good. Nice. And honestly, vanilla is very good as well because vanilla is very mm -hmm. close to vanilla ice cream to me. Mm -hmm. And I just like that flavor. It just tastes good. Mm. Um, in terms of childhood stories uh, relating to yogurt, that is a very weird association. <laughs> and honestly, I, know, I don't right? have one either. But I guess if anything has changed from like my past self, in terms of yogurt, I guess I've grown to like the runny, creamy yogurt instead of like Ooh. the chunky tofu-ish kind of yogurt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like you like the creamy, like the texture compared to like the chunky stuff. I like yeah. you know, the, you know the yogurt that I never really like liked. You know the yogurt that like you you have to mix with like the artificial like Oreos and artificial nuts. I never uh, liked that. Yeah. Yogurt. <laughs> I never. I, I never like. I never liked it. It's oh, it's it's okay. It's not great though. Yeah, it's like if you don't make the right mix when you top in the Oreos or whatever it is that you have to mix in with that yogurt, it's nasty. It's like real bland, <laughs> you know. Unless it's like a parfait or something. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, basically, it, it's like a parfait. It's like I want the yogurt. I don't want a fucking parfait. So why should I have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, ducks? Uh, hmm, favorite flavor, you know, 
I just like yogurt in general, but I'm definitely going to have to... It, it's between two things, because, like, I, I am just... I love a classic vanilla yogurt. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to go wrong with just classic vanilla. But as a kid, and I still do eat it, almost every... Well, in middle school and high school as well, uh, in our cafeteria, we always had the classic Trix yogurt there, and they always had the cotton candy flavor, and it's so delicious. Ooh. I love the cotton candy flavor. Yes, um, yes, yes. That's it's it's such a good flavor. I remember having it so often, along with like uh, you know your classic banana or uh, or just or vanilla like uh, yogurt drinks as well. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of something childhood related, also that I remember, I might have been too young to be watching such a mature comedy at the time. But uh, for years, even since when I was like ten or eleven, I was watching George Carlin and. Mm-hmm. He has this bit about foods that sound funny, like kumquat. Uh, and one of the ones he mentions is yogurt. And he's like, yogurt just sounds like it's coming back up. Yogurt. Yogurt. <laughs> like regurgitating that word. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I always associate yogurt with vomit in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, so there you go, Austin Dogen. Uh I associate uh, my childhood with vomit and yogurt and... Uh, comedy that was too old for me thanks for the question <laughs> <laughs> what a refreshing question it was <laughs> mm, refreshing um <laughs> all right so now we're going to dive head on in into our main topic for this week the almighty bitch fight question that uh many anime <laughs> fans can't ever just talk about rationally uh mm-hmm. dub versus sub now if you do not know <laughs> what i mean by this let me give you a very small brief history of what these two things are most of you almost all of you probably watch sub anime in some form this is the mm-hmm. anime in the original japanese audio track with usually english subtitles but if you're from different countries you may watch it with different subtitles matching the language from your region of origin like my girlfriend has many anime on her computer with french subtitles because french is her first primary language mm-hmm. but predominantly most anime fans watch it with the english subtitles because english is the most common subtitle out there for geez almost everything i would say mm-hmm. dub now this again could be a dub in any language it could be the audio track being dubbed in portuguese french spanish german you name it but again we're going to be discussing it in the english dub because this is again the most popular and most widespread form of a dub of an anime so we're going to be discussing things about the dub and the sub because there are some purists out there who believe you should never watch japanese anime with the english <laughs> audio the, there are some people who like them pretty evenly. There are some people who watch dubs very sparingly and lean towards subs. It, it, it's mm-hmm. really interesting how everybody falls in their own categories. I mentioned my girlfriend once again. She uh, prefers subs specifically because the Japanese voices make her feel more of the Japanese feel that she wants from anime because she likes anime for the Japanese feel it produces. Makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does nothing against dubs, but that is one of her reasons. Um, all right, guys. So what do you think about the whole dub-sub uh, discussion that people just about all the time? <laughs> it's a discussion that's pretty much as old as internet dates, pretty much. It's not surprising because it's such a controversial topic. Dub versus sub. You always have these one side versus the other. One side who thinks their side is better than the other when... You know, in all honesty, it's just a different expression of the anime in your head. And really, well, in my opinion, it really depends on what your first experience was. If you experienced the dub first, you probably like dub more. If you experienced the sub first, you'll probably like the sub more. But 
it's a long-age debate that just goes on forever, and no matter what you say, they will always have their own <laughs> train of thought, and you will never, ever be able to persuade them. Yeah, I can't agree with you more there. It's just such a common thing for people to be like, obviously my experience and the way I like to enjoy it is the only correct way, uh, so why would you think doing it a different way is even remotely okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's it's almost aggravating because some people just want to express that they like something, and then they mention something that they liked. Like, oh, I loved how well J. Michael Tatum voiced Okabe in Steins Gate. And then someone's like, um, excuse me, don't you mean Mamoru? Because Mamoru is the man who made Okabe who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, come on, lay off. If, if they want to watch Mamoru Miyano be Okabe or J. Michael Tatum be Okabe, it doesn't matter. If they loved the performance, guess what? They want to talk about the anime they love with you. Be happy. Give them a cookie or Dr. Pepper or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything is subjective. If you like something, that's what you like, but it's not necessarily what other people like. So always respect that. What do you think, Nubo? Are, are, are you just, are, do you love the, the, the fights these people have? Or are you just like scratching your head being like, come on, Flame Wars, why? It's a fascinating conversation. Um, just because I've been on both sides where I can understand why people who only watch dub can like really appreciate dub and can't convert over. And I understand how people who only watch the traditional English, I mean, not mm, English, but traditional Japanese and vice versa, you know, I can understand both sides because I was on both sides. Cause I remember I grew up just only on dub at one point. And I didn't watch any subs at all. So, and then I I was like, and this is when I was pretty young. And I remember when I started really getting into like the social media aspect of like converting with other people who like the medium. And I was explaining to them like, I can't watch uh, Dragon Ball Z in Japanese at all. Because it just don't sound right. So I was on the other fence, but then I slowly converted on the sub side where now I barely watch any dub because I don't like how sometimes the performance in English takes little things or change things for no apparent reason. So it's like I'm conflicted a little bit. I'm not going to lie because I'm like on both sides now, you know, and when I grew up, when I was younger, I was in dub side. But now I'm like, you know, I rarely watch anything dub unless it's like, you know, a standalone movie. Other than that, I don't really watch anything dub now. So it's, it's a very fascinating, you know, conversation. And that's a wonderful segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you guys is what do you guys watch now? Do you do you watch mostly just sub? Uh, do you switch between the two or are you a dub only? Uh, apparently Nubo's uh, at this point in his life at mostly sub. What about you, Diner? Are you mostly a sub, dub, uh, a sub, a dub? First, if I watch an anime for the first time, 99% of the time it's subbed. Unless I hear something extraordinary about the dub. Then I'll watch it dubbed. Mm-hmm. An example of this would be I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in dubbed first because I hear good things about the dub. And honestly, when you watch something dubbed, it's a lot easier to appreciate what's on screen because you don't have to fixate your eyes on the subtitle. And when it's dubbed and you listen to voice acting, you can just appreciate the anime's art as a whole, appreciate all the fight scenes, and you know, there's different levels of enjoyment. And honestly, I, I like both, but most of the time for me, it's sub. Which is fair. Um, that's actually something I forgot to think about when I was uh, formulating this whole thing. I'm glad you brought it up. Because unless I'm rewatching an anime subbed for like a second time, you, there are sometimes in the background you'll miss stuff just because, you know, your eyes can only watch it and read so much at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if anybody's ever watched the fantastic Tatami Galaxy, but try watching the background at the beginning of that show when he's talking in his first monologue. You can't. You have to just read it the whole time because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh my god, Blitzfire. So it, it, that is one of the nice benefits of a dub is, and if you are a native English speaker, like all three of us are, you can very easily watch it without having to concentrate as hard as well, because it does take more effort to read than to listen, in my <laughs> opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that there's any against it, because if you're going to ask me what I do, I always look at the anime. If it has a dub, I will listen to a trailer of it. If I like the way it sounds, I might watch it. But I would say 80 to 90% of what I watch nowadays is sub, just because it's more accessible and i tend to prefer the performances of a lot of subs because i feel which is something we'll get into down here later uh some dubs of today i am not as hot on and that there's a reason behind that but i'll get into that when we get there <laughs> so that's fun to see that uh as uh, three anime fans we all respect the dub uh and i'm like nuvo i grew up on dubs uh pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, dragon ball z sailor Moon, mm-hmm. yasha you name it Oh yeah, and honestly, though, that just goes back to the fact of what we experienced first. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh dubbed first, and gosh, I love Yugi's voice actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you watch the sub version of Yu-Gi-Oh, you're just kind of weirded out by the voice, Japanese voice actor, and mm-hmm. both are bad, but it depends on what you watch first. And you're never gonna get Joey Wheeler, like, uh, with this ridiculous accent. <laughs> exactly! Oh my god, Captain Hidden! Oh, it's so old point! <laughs> Well, I, I I think for the shows that are for kids, like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh!, that are already hamming up the story, the hammed-up voice acting is kind of equally enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is a fun thing, because this is going to vary between all of us. Uh, what's an anime in an English dub that you guys really think showcases why a dub could be extraordinary and could convince somebody who's just sub-camp all the way why um, watching this dub is tremendous and they might enjoy it for some reason. So, first one, there's probably a lot of examples, but and I'm sure you guys will actually mention the ones I have in my mm-hmm. head, but I'll mention two specifically. Uh, one was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I felt had a fantastic dub. And it, every character portrayed their emotion. Every character voice acted their appropriate roles very well. Mm-hmm. You know, both sub and dub are really good. And I think the dub for that show can easily compare with the sub. The other show I would like to mention, and this is drawn only from the trailers I've seen on YouTube. And that is the, the dub to Black Clover. And we all know why the sub of Black Clover can be annoying to some. The dub kind of eases that. The dub replaces the annoyance factor that people find with the sub. And in terms of that, I find that the dub of Black Clover is probably the better version. But again, it's really up to you what you like. And if you even find a sub-version of Black Clover annoying or not. Oh, good answers, good answers. I uh, didn't watch a trailer of Black Clover. We will definitely link that uh, in below when this is all posted everywhere on the different places. I have watched Brotherhood's uh, dub. I think I've only seen trailers of it and sub, but uh, dub-wise, it, I think it, it's an anime that's kind of fit for a dub, too, because it's set in a place called a Amestris, which is basically like Europe slash America for mm-hmm. big bulk of characters, so like the English voices, I think, feel very kind of like some subs feel very at home if the area is set in a very Japanese-type area. Mm-hmm. I think in this very like European-type area, having a lot of English voices sounds very nice and natural as well, and it is very well-performed. Nouveau, what's a dub that you, you know they got to listen to? I mean, just I told you, and you know, Dragon Ball Z is my favorite anime series. I cannot watch that sub no type of reason. I tried. I, it just don't give me the same feeling. So Dragon Ball Z definitely is a series I think you should go into with the dub version. I, it's just, 
I mean, just the opening alone for it is iconic to me. Like we keep on saying, we praising Brotherhood for a reason. Dub, it just does it for me. Like sub, I mean, there's too much stuff going on. I can't really appreciate the art form and the emotional performances if in sub, like I can with in dub. Um, that's why I had problems with the 2003 version, but we're not talking about that right now. Miyashi, I think you you need to watch the dub. I can't appreciate it. <laughs> that's that's a that's nostalgia for me. Yeah, you know, I grew up on the dub, so when I when I remember when they came out with the final chapter, and I I believe I I'd seen it in sub before. I was like, ooh, uh, this no, I can't do this. Um, yeah, so dub for Miyashi. Um, I can't remember what Gundam series it was. I'm just going off of like real like tsunami blocks. You know what I'm saying? Naruto, I believe it's like that's dub for me. I mean, I had to early on go into Naruto uh, Naruto Shibuten like in sub believe it yeah gotta believe it you know <laughs> um um yeah it's just really you know, it's really yes yeah, <laughs> naruto like i think you dub a uh, bleach dub like real shonen anime in general for the most part other than hunter x hunter you can get away with sub but because i never heard the dub for hunter x hunter <laughs> that, that's that's fair <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah like i like I, I would like i would like to say more like shonen based series i think you can you can get away with dub because of the action and it's not so much of you had to focus on the aspect of the emotional drawn feel driven meter you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that's just a couple of series i can think of off the top of my head it's probably like a thousand series but you know just off the top of my head Shout out to uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Bacano, and Cowboy Bebop. Yes! Ooh! Dan is the man. Yes. So it's, uh, I didn't get to name my dubs yet. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, I'm uh, very partial to. Yeah, Bacano is uh, one I always like to shout out because it is set into uh, 1930s America, and they have very authentic American accents for that time period of New York and Chicago, uh, especially the mafia mm-hmm. gangsters that are in it. I think... Cowboy Bebop's dub can pretty much convince anybody just with Spike Spiegel alone, just because mm-hmm. how tremendous of a voice actor he is. I, for some reason, I always can think of his name, but right now I'm blanking on it hardcore. <laughs> Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom is just absolutely tremendous in that role. Mm-hmm. There are many, many dubs out there that are really good, I think, since he already shouted out those two. Another one that I think is really good is Black Lagoon has a really, really good dub. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes. I can't watch Black Lagoon sub. I'm sorry. I, I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, Black Lagoon's dub uh, is very interesting because it is very mature in content as well. Uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, yes. F-bombs in other language, but uh, it's also... There are a lot. Black Lagoon is probably one of the more, um, in terms of an anime that has a large variety of ethnic groups in it. They do a good job of giving them like the traditional voice you would expect somebody with, uh, you know, an English accent, while without sounding uh, condescending or racist about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, very well performed. Other good dubs. There are a lot of them out there. Orin High Host Club is a really good dub. Death Note has a mm-hmm. good dub. Pretty much every Ghibli film and Mamoru Hosoda film has a good dub. There are a lot of good dubs out there, but I'm gonna go with the most cliche answer. Cowboy Bebop is just a testament to good dubs and since he also mentioned bleach earlier johnny young bosch is somebody i really love his voice mm-hmm. as vash the stampede and trigun is also legendary and how good it is those would be the ones i'll go with since you mentioned black lagoon and with the whole mature voice acting have any of you guys ever watched a dub version of panty and stocking 
I've not, but I've heard it's pretty darn good too. I actually did. It is pretty good. I I, I forgot about it. I only watched Panthers starting one time. It was it was pretty entertaining. I couldn't watch Panthers starting sub the dub. It just increased like the fun and excitement of the series. It was, yeah, it, it made it. It, it was good. <laughs> and uh, one more thing is um, when you're mentioning Bacano and how it's very appropriate that the actors were voiced based on the their time period, time period location. Yes, and that just kind of tells me that there are a lot of shows in which when they try to voice act out a fluent English-speaking person, that's where they try to dub it really weird, and you can really hear the accent behind the English voice, the English words. And I guess for those, it'd be nice if they were to dub over those with actual English speakers. Yeah, well, it's interesting, too, because, like, another thing I, I actually like instead of, like, because those things can be iffy. Uh, it'd be nice if they did do what you mentioned, is uh, how subs will... You know how sometimes it subs so much, oh, they're from, like, the country. Like, they're a bumpkin, and... They're like, they're talking mm-hmm. so different, but you can audibly hear that the voice actor or actress is not talking in a country accent. But then some anime you watch, like Barakamon is a great example of that. Uh, you can actually mm-hmm. tell the distinct difference between Honda and the rest of the local, locale and how they're talking with the, the way their accent is pronounced. Because mm-hmm. uh, moving into dub, away from dubs into subs now, I want to talk about some subs that are tremendous. Uh, Barakamon is one I can think of off the top of my head that is a really good example of they uh, spend the time to really differentiate the different accents of where the regional people of Japan are from to make you actually feel like, oh yeah, he totally does sound like a uh, like he's from like the Tokyo region and someone else has like a Kansai dialect of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One more sub I want to mention specifically before I ask you guys what subs you think are tremendous uh, examples of subbed anime to let people see why subs can also be tremendous. Uh, Sword of the Stranger is the anime I want to mention because uh, it's really cool to see Japanese and Chinese in that movie. And English, uh, although they don't really speak the English, it's actually written in there. So like, you're seeing a meld of cultures, and all of them are respected pretty evenly. And it's nice seeing like the difference between the Japanese group, uh, good and bad, and the Chinese group, who's kind of an intermediate between the good and the bad, even though they're like the main antagonists of the film. And hearing them actually speak actual Chinese and have the Chinese subs on the screen mm-hmm. as an anime, I think you should watch sub just to experience... Uh, like the authenticity of the separate of the cultures, the languages, and the different parties who are clashing with another. Because in English, you're not going to, I mean, oh, he's speaking Chinese, but he's clearly speaking English still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What are some uh, sub-anime you think are just like, ooh? I think pretty much as long as you find a bad dub, the sub will be just the <laughs> clear winner between those two. I don't know, I guess the rest of the group that isn't a good dub should pretty much automatically mean that the sub is superior. But an example would be a show in which there's lots of pain and suffering in it, and it's mm-hmm. clear that the voice like actors emotional there's, yeah, are clearly expressing it really well. For example, I don't know if the dub for these two shows exist, and that is ReZero and Made in Abyss. Uh, Made in Abyss, not yet. Raise Zero, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two shows have specific scenes in which there's just moments of suffering where you really hear the anguish and pain that the voice actor really well portrays when the characters in the anime are in pain. 
damn, I like your examples. Yeah, like ReZero, like when like dramatic, especially close to like we have like some episode close to like the finale where you just feel it through the the voice actor performance, like the screeching of the the, the cries or what have you. You just feel the pain and anguish, especially mm-hmm. in Made in Abyss. I mean, when stuff get real and real fucked up you could really get into the emotional performance because of the way the voice actor like screech out or have the limb chopped off whatever happened on the screen you could really feel it mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, yeah those are some perfect examples right there mm-hmm. what about you give us one give us one I mean, the pressure is on. Um, um, I, I was thinking when he was like mentioning it. Um, I would have to say, damn, those are two good ones. I would have to say, you're lying, April. I cannot watch that in dub. I felt like emotional film meter driven when it was in sub. I think it has a dub, but I wouldn't be able to because I can. I can kind of already tell I wouldn't emotionally be invested into it the way I was in sub. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard some of the dub clips. They sound kind of off. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like I was emotionally invested, especially with the drama and, and the theatrics that happened in the series. I wouldn't be able to, like, I was like, eh, the dub, I can't really do. Um, another series, we got so many out there. I would probably say maybe, like, from the new world, I wouldn't be able to watch that ending dub just because of the content. Oh, yeah. There's so mm-hmm. many great series out there, and I, and I got to pick all like one from my brain. It's like almost two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it, it get real, it get real iffy when it almost two a.m. Mm, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna go with those two. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, go with those two for right now. Good choices. That works pretty well. Dinah, uh, uh, just because he mentioned another one that sounds kind of okay in the dub, but that Nubo just did, but the sub just, and you were talking about, like, someone really showing, like, anguish. Uh, a good example mm-hmm. I can think of an anime that does that is uh, Parasite the Maxim, uh, Shinichi's voice sector. Ooh, uh, yes, 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 Sometimes it's not even the yelling, it's just, like, the, uh, if you've seen the anime, uh, in episode five, something uh, terrible happens, and mm-hmm. he has this thing at the very end of the episode when he says a certain thing, and it's just it sounds so pitiful the way he says it because it's just there's so much twisted pain in his heart when he says it, mm-hmm. uh, and I just I just I just love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, because you know, like sometimes when they convert little lines and stuff like that's another thing about dub. Sometimes it takes away from the content, like when they transfer over into dub, sometimes. Sometimes they take liberties in how they say the line, and you just don't get that same feel. <laughs> Man, you have been, I don't know, like, just, because I know you're not looking at the uh, our outline that we have on the ball, which is segueing. because <laughs> next, how do you guys feel about dubs that Americanize the scripts? Yeah, so how, how do you guys think about uh, Americanized scripts? I uh, personally... Uh, normally, this is something I bitch about a lot because mm-hmm. they don't do it in a way that they should. They do it in a way, like, for example, I don't know if either one of you guys have heard the uh, dub clips for free, mm-hmm. uh, the I- Iwatabi Swim Club, mm-hmm. or Iwatobi, I guess. It's awful because, now, did either one of you guys actually watch free? No, I didn't. I actually made it into, like, episode 7, and then I dipped it out. But I have experience with the free craze. I have experience. So, so you know how, like, the four major characters in that are very, like... They're, they're pretty traditional Japanese kids. Their, like, their personalities are, are not anything out of the ordinary, which you would expect from a Japanese high school student. Yes. Right. They right, 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 right. Americanize their lines and scripts in the dub to make them sound like hip American teenagers. And Why? it sounds... 
I, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's all I ask myself. Why? <laughs> why, why do that? Why? Here, here's an anime I know you both have seen, uh, Sword Art Online, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kirito is, he's kind of a loner, he's to himself, but he's, he's a cool, calm, collected Japanese young kid who's a little bit smarter than the average kid his age. Right. In the dub, he comes off as a very, like, angsty, edgy, hipster kind of kid. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it happens because of the way they rewrite the script and it makes them come off as instead of being like a character who's a loner but smart as like I'm like too cool for you kids and type of thing and I'm mm-hmm. I, that's when I have a problem with Americanized um, scripts uh, sometimes I'm okay with it uh, Bacchano is a great example where they clearly Americanize some of the script to give uh, some of those more speech impediments uh, for uh, accents because that's when you Americanize it to make it sound more English because mm-hmm. it's taking place in an English area that's perfectly fine. I love when they do that, uh, especially like when they make like Space Dandy is a great example of they Americanized it for its jokes to be hit with American audiences more, and they were hilarious because of that. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think about Americanized uh, scripts? If I've seen the dub, I don't really go back to the sub, so I wouldn't really know exactly what to compare it with. And if, for example, if I were to watch free, I wouldn't ever even think to look at the dub. So I don't really have a strong opinion on scripts becoming Americanized. But I definitely feel that there are certain people out there that can only watch anime dubbed. And I feel that when the scripts get Americanized like this or westernized, they like it better. For those people, if they watch sub, they can't handle the sub. If that be, you know, different, different tones, different emotions or different like cultures or references. And I feel that's where, you know, westernizing the scripts is beneficial. So that's a pretty good answer for a neutral opinion on the whole matter, since uh, lack of experience. All right, Nubo, uh, how about you, buddy? Well, I just don't like when the dub take liberties where it shouldn't need to be. Sometimes when I want a content to be translated into my English, you know, natural way, I just want it to be spoken in English with the same content. But what they do sometimes when they convert it over, they take liberties when they shouldn't, especially like with characters and their personalities. And then you can't either, you won't be able to get into content in the same way you would with the subversion or the character is betrayed in the way it shouldn't be. So that's the only time I have problems when it gets Americanized because for some reason or they change like the lowest things and they either flip it into something that don't even make sense or it wasn't in the original content, or they try to glorify one small insignificant thing and try to blow it up like it wasn't in the previous work. So sometimes when you convert it over or Americanize the script, I don't understand why they do this. It's like sometimes just copy and paste, and they have problems with trying to make their own stamp when they don't need to be. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think sometimes that they... uh. They try a little bit too hard to be accommodating to the Western audiences, and they actually lose a bit of the flavor of what makes the show what it actually is. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Sometimes copy and paste is good. Sometimes copy and paste is good, West. It's good, man. (laughs) That's why every Windows computer has it. Yes, that's why Windows, even Mac, fucking have copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Well, Diana mentioned this earlier, so uh, what, what do you guys think about when subs try to uh, have clearly non-English, like non-native English speakers form lines, or as we uh, more uh, familiarly like to call it, uh, English? <laughs> the only time I don't like it is when it come off cheesy. Now, if it's like in a comedy or something, it come off, you know, comical and I can laugh about it. But if it's like in a drama and it's in a serious matter... 
that's when I have a problem with it. I'm like, why did they do that? Sometimes it takes you out of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, just like Nouveau, there are some shows, don't get me wrong, there are some Japanese voice actors that voice the English language fairly well, but you can still tell that they have an accent. And I'm also the same boat as Nouveau. If the show is a comedy, I'm fine with English, but if the show is really serious, having the English kind of does ruin the mood a bit. And a big example of this is Psychopaths for me. Psychopaths, there are moments in which Kogami, which who is supposed to be quite fluent or know how to speak English very well, but it sounds really off in certain scenes. <laughs> and in the Psychopaths yes. movie, when he like talks with, I'm not sure, it's definitely English, like an American foreigner. The American foreigner was speaking English with a heavy Japanese accent. So it's moments like that that I wish, you know, they would cast a fluent English speaker. Yeah, I, I definitely agree because I don't mind English in general. Sometimes it's hilarious even just because it's like, well, they tried. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that'd be us when uh, we try to speak in Japanese or something. It was just like we would butcher it because we're just not good at speaking the language with our native tongue but th- it's those examples specifically that uh irk me is uh this character is 100 percent fluent in english i would like <laughs> to talk to you and i'm like ah, why didn't you hire somebody who actually is bilingual then mm-hmm. right because i don't care if they have an accent if they can speak it fluently because then that, that's whatever that just makes you go oh, okay it's clearly the same person talking so no biggie yeah, exactly. But, like, I prefer them to hire somebody who speaks the language if that's part of their character. Same thing if they're going to have a character who sings, like, having a voice actor who can sing is important. It just kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, last bit on this whole, uh, dub versus sub, uh, conversation. What do you guys think about, uh, simul dubs uh, versus the home video release dubs? Uh, do you prefer the speed over the time or vice versa? Uh, for people listening who don't know what simul dubs are, um, in the past two years, <clears throat> excuse me, um, there's been a process begun in, uh, the process, uh, when anime has gotten more popular over here in the West to get the dubs out quicker. It used to take a considerably long time to get not only the home video release rights to release the show, but also to, you know, find people to dub it, write the script in English, actually voice it, and get it all out. Now, when there's weekly anime coming out, they try to, they're about five to six weeks behind, uh, the show. They're, they're already starting to get dubbed episodes out in that time. So by the time, like, episode six or seven of the sub show is airing, episode one of the dub is premiering. Um, and that's pretty much the basis of simul dubs and home video release dubs is what it sounds like. Uh, when they get the ability to license it for Blu-ray or DVD, um, they take the time to find people, cast them, and get it ready for release to buy, and they dub it just like normal. That's how they've been doing that for 25, 30 years now. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think about uh, simul dubs versus home video release dubs? I personally dislike most simul dubs. I feel like they aren't as good as home video release dubs. I notice a lot of poor casting and just poor pronunciation. Uh, just all together, I, most simul dubs for me, I've been severely unimpressed with. While I've heard some of the more recent home video release dubs, and I've been like, oh, yeah, these are these are good. These are these are still good. I'm watching Escaflone right now, and its dub is a redub of an old anime from this past fall, and it's very, very good. So yeah, you guys, tell me what you think. If I were a dub-only watcher, I would definitely like simul dub a lot, because I personally don't like to wait until the end of the season to watch everything. 
but I definitely understand that the quality of Simuldub is much less than the home video release dubs. And I do wish that they get the episodes a bit earlier from the anime studio so that they can dub it ahead of time. I think that would help alleviate a lot of the poor casting and the voice acting. So I'm not sure how the process of Simuldub works. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just want more quality over quantity. Uh, I don't need more dubs. I just want more good dubs. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, as someone who watches primarily subs, it'd be nice if there were higher quality dubs, but it doesn't really affect sub-only watchers as much. What about you, noobs? Well, Cap, I don't really like the idea. I think they should probably stick to the traditional way in the home video release dubs because they come off, they even sound kind of like less performance and enthusiastic you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when you just hear them and i think the only simulcast does i don't quote me the only thing the only simulcast does i think that worked was space dandy yes space dandy's was fantastic but it's one of the only ones i can think of that was really good that's the only one that's like it was so good i stopped watching the sub i was like damn this is fantastic but other than that one if like when it happens, you's like, why they just didn't wait from home video release? And then sometimes it'd be like so far, so far behind. It's like, why won't you just wait? You can get the proper people to cast. And I don't know who they cast for these sound dubs. It's just not working for some of these series because they can't convey the right tone and the right portrayal of these characters i mean they should just really wait and then i think if they were to really wait and do the home video release dubs it can really pop off with the western audience better instead of just rushing out the content you know i feel that these companies funimation or these other dubbing companies do simul dubs is that these shows are you know just just released they're pretty hot off the grill and they just want to do the simul dubs to maximize the profits yeah the profits that they can get by releasing the dub version at the same time or very close to when the sub version is released in japan and you know it's kind of a balance and weighing between profit and quality yeah i understand that but it's just like why rush something when it's not turning out good you know what i'm saying i understand your standpoint from it but i'm, I'm just saying in general you know I think the idea that Dinah mentioned uh, would help alleviate some of the quality issues is if they received it more in advance, then they could keep the same schedule of release for it about six weeks in. But if they received it six weeks before, that would give them so much more time to prepare and have good stuff right. for it. That's that's what I would want if they were going to keep because they're going to keep doing it because it's it's popular and it's working. I don't personally like it, mm-hmm. but I would like them to modify the method methodology of it so it isn't uh, quite as like well we just gotta pop them out like babies. But then again, you encountered a problem which some studios just released like like some anime studios released or or just finish the animation like literally a couple weeks ahead of the release date and that's when it gets kind of complicated mm-hmm. if you want to send those episodes to dubbing companies ahead of time. Yeah, I, well, I, I think this is the the point where like they need to be dubbing anime with studios that, that have good relations and track records for keeping stuff, you know, getting them out on a timely basis. Because obviously, sometimes there are hiccups and you can't help that. But if that does happen, then the dub companies you know, have to deal with it and uh, push back the uh, the schedule as well. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Home video release for the win. <laughs> exactly, man. Jesus, come on, come on, come on, guys, please. <laughs> Alright, uh, boys, uh, anything else we want to talk on the whole dub versus sub debacle, debate, extravaganza, or are we, uh, we, we good to go? Um, both are good. 
you like what you like. Exactly. It's a preface thing when it comes to it. Either you rocking the dub flag or you rocking the sub flag. I mean, pick your ship, you're going to float. <laughs> I'm think I'm just gonna go with dual citizenship and be happy. <laughs> uh, they, you know, what I'm saying I'm like in between. You know, I'm I'm not picking no side. <laughs> we got a little, we got our black Switzerland over here. <laughs> exactly. There, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. So that ends that. So uh, the next part is our other new segment on the show with a new name forthcoming when Dinah tells me to get a new one. We're gonna call it for now in this first mm-hmm. episode current anime talks. It works. Um, it works. <laughs> See, Dinah's he's just, he's just being nice, but he's going to be after. He's like, is that the best name you could come up with, Dokes? God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bring my neck. Oh, my God. This guy. I let him organize things, and this is what he does to me. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. God, sound like a mafia member. <laughs> you really got mafia tendencies. Very mafia tendencies. Don't let the Moe swag banner fool you. He had mafia tendencies down low. All right, um, guys. But oh, what 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 have we been watching lately? Um, what what have you guys been enjoying? Late late on me, Nubo. You 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 got to tell me some good stuff here a moment ago, but you were also quiet for a section of the podcast. So you go first. Ah, yeah. You know, I just listen to you beautiful voices. I just get fascinated by. It. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of great airing series in the seasonal. I mean. God, I mean, I'm just loving anime gods. They just giving us really nice content. I mean, the second, I mean, what the third season we on on um, uh, what's it? What is that beautiful series? Uh oh, Seven Deadly Sins. It's 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 late, so my brain. Technically, it's season season two since it had a weird like season one and then there's like two. four episode like mini bridge part. Yeah, that in between, right? Okay, so let's just call it a new series. Just to, I don't want nobody to flame us up. So the new series in the season two point two point five or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? I don't want, I don't want people to throw the magnifying glasses on this. But yeah, the new season and the seasonal for the Seven Deadly Sins is so great. I, I'm just glad to have it back. I mean, it's very, I love the, the threat that the characters are dealing with this time. I can really feel the tension. I mean, every episode is like action packed so far. I mean, it's just really great. To have seven deadly sins back to animation is so good yeah i'm only i'm only two episodes in right now myself but uh it makes me go mm, feels just like how, the way i wanted it to same it's great yeah <laughs> yeah it's great i mean sometimes that that etchy thing to go on with the captain and the- yeah that's one of my big my, my biggest gripes in the show is this the girl thing yeah every time it happens sometimes it's funny sometimes it just brings me i'm like is that really necessary y'all could just left that out i get so get so tired of token fan service yeah sometimes i'm like ah oh, the fan service i'm like i understand it but did it really need to be there that's my only gripe with the seven deadly sins though well i don't know why we're complaining dying on nuvo brings the token fan service with his abs every single podcast. oh my <laughs> god here we go i did look I don't believe, man. Y'all just increasing the legend, man. I have people asking me about my abs, man. This ain't right. They should be. They <laughs> should be. It, it needs to become what it is—a uh, true revolution. Look, Cap. Don't, don't, don't hype it up anymore. People gonna ask me about this shit. Anyway, what do you think, um, what, 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 what do you think Don? Episode twelve, Anubo's abs, the animation. Oh my oh, god! Twenty-four episodes, oh. please. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh <my>. <laughs> plus, plus two or three OVAs. Yeah, and a second season. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. Make it and like movie. one piece. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years. Alright, so what, what What else, Nubo, since Dinah got you derailed? Um, yeah, he got me derailed, thinking, you know, talking about the legend. Um, 
it's a it's a romance series out there. People, a whole lot of people might not know about. It. It's called After the Rain. I really like the complexity and the deep thing they they is dealing with. I like the way they is handling that situation. I think it's really good. It's not for everyone, but I think it's low key very nice series. I'm also watching like Beatless. It kind of remind me of Guilty Crown a lot. Oh, the waifu um, show. Yeah, did you see Captain heard about it? He knows. He knows. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's entertaining. It reminds me of Guilty Crown a lot. The music is the OST is very good as well. I'm enjoying it. It's like one of those don't think about it type of series. I'm just watching it, you know? Just go and don't think. It's like your MO in real life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't think. Just run real fast. As long as you have the Takis in the back pocket, you can <laughs> make it through the day. Uh, you know. He leaves a trail. You know how it'd be. Oh, low-key gem of the whole seasonal uh, place further than the universe. It's that's This series right here, it's, it's a low-key feel-driven series. I didn't think I was going to even pick it up. But I really like the friendship and just the natural feels that it embarks. Mm-hmm. Um, Overlord 2, Season 2. Whew. Now, I'm not going to go into detail about it too heavily because we're still watching it. But I might, if, if Overlord don't do some things in a couple episodes, I think it might be a bomb, man. I waited a long time for season two, and it focused on a certain part or aspect, like a little arc. I wasn't, I, I think they spent way too long on it. I'm still enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. I love the characters. I'm glad it's back. But I just hope it, it finished off real nice, because, yeah, man, uh, I don't know, man. It's a season two from Madhouse. That's always a good thing. I know. I, it's a good thing, Dan, but I'm just like, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. getting, I'm just like, if it don't finish off great, I'm just like, ugh. I, I just said here, still waiting for Chihaya Fudu season two, or season three. Chat. I just want, oh I just want okay, more, please. Just please, what Madhouse, more. If we get season two, I'm, I'm making posters every day about that shit. Me too, man. We'll, we'll start we'll, we'll start a Karta club, and we'll be like, we don't know how to play, but it's fun. Yes. <laughs> yes, we, we don't know how to play, but we just throwing the cards on the mat. <laughs> and Dino will be and Dino will be there. Hada hada ha. Like, he, he doesn't even yes. know what he's saying, but he's secretly advocating yes. no game, no life season two. Yes, yes. I mean, shoot yes. that or uh, Ori Monogatari's manga is finished, so I would love for them to make a new season so they could finish the story off. That would be nice too. Or, there's options there, Madhouse. Make more completed stuff, please. <laughs> make more Madhouse. You made season two of Overlord. You can do more. I think they're getting some more season twos out of it because we know we get like One Punch Man and shit like that. So we. Not from Madhouse, though, unfortunately. Plus, Madhouse. Oh. I mean, like, shoot. Uh, no Game No Life, speaking of for Dino. Uh, yeah. Are they the ones who's making, who made the movie? Yes, they did, I believe. They made them. Shoot. So they're clearly still advocating this, the damn thing. Make more season for the fans. I hated the show, but Dino's foaming from, from the mouth for it. Mm hmm. Yep. I mean, look, I'm, I'm no gay like uh, Moe Swag Game 2. It's, it's okay, Dan. I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> Thanks. No gay life. I, I got the flag. I got the flag in my back pocket. I love No Game Life. It's, it was good. It was good. So many things in the back pocket, man. So many things. In terms of sequels, and, well, though, because I don't think this oh, please you. Well, not please you, but, like, it's as to do with Kaiji, but. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but there are a lot of fans for it, so it'd make them happy. And there's a lot of content. To I'm, a fan, I'm, a, I'm a fan, Cap. I'm a fan. Don't hurt me. I'm an anti fan. <laughs> It's not getting a season three, but it's getting another spin-off show about the you remember the um the main head, the owner of the entire like like the Tokigawa, whatever his name is? 
the creepy that guy creepy with guy. Like, the big face yeah, and tongue yeah. and loves his wine and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to have a new show based on him. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, and I thought honestly I thought they forgot about Kaiji. <laughs> they're always, we're in the era when things are suddenly just being revitalized. It's, it's amazing. It's great. <laughs> what have you been watching, Dino, though? I have been watching, well, the really good Seven Deadly Sins. Um, I have been keeping yes. up with Violet Evergarden. Sorry, Nouveau. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, hold on. B- before you get... Do I need to return? Do I need to return? The visuals are still stunning, but as of now, I don't think there is reason for you to return if you dropped it in the first place. Okay. Unless something really amazing happens, no I'll let you know. Okay, awesome. I was so mad when I went to go visit my girlfriend in Canada and turn on her Netflix, and there it was. It's just there. You can start watching the episodes on Netflix. Oh, it. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the rest of the viewers, all three of us are from North America, so Netflix here decides to not simul-release uh, Violet Evergarden. Only, only in the U.S., though. In Canada, they get it. Everywhere else. Every other Netflix from every other country gets Violet Evergarden, and that peeves me. <laughs> That's... So weird. That's, that's so weird. Uh, that's just that's someone. This is complete and utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is. Hopefully they change it. Also, I'm looking at I'm looking at you, American Netflix. I was up there in Canada and I saw so many Oscar nominated films from the past two or three years on that Netflix, and none of them are on my fucking Netflix. I'm very angry. Please put them on there. I I know Justin Trudeau loves his movies, but please share. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you were saying something about what you were watching? Yeah, we sidetracked you, Dan. I guess another show and I am watching is Darling in the Front, or Franks. And it's a yes, yes. show from Studio Trigger and Studio A1. Oh, mm-hmm. cool, cool. So, and it's a, well, as representative of Studio Trigger, it is a mecha show. And <laughs> it is quite entertaining without spoiling too much. It is very interesting. They're taking the mecha genre into a, another world of weirdness, but also action-packed, just like what you expect from a Trigger mecha show. Yeah, they they, uh, they, they always go leaps and bounds in their way of just being like, what can we do this time that they would never think of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I really love the show. It gave me, like, strange evangelion like vibes and i love it i like but it's it's own it's his own thing it gave me like girl lagan and evangelion seriousness and i love that shit and killer kill too at the same time i like two of those three yeah i mean you yeah. as typical for me whenever i watch a show uh, uh zero two is best girl so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yes ain't she though oh my god she is so bae is she a sundere because that's that's all i could think of because that's mm, for you sundere's are amazing yes. i don't know if she's actually a sundere though i don't know what she is actually i don't know is she is she no no that that is a good question is she a sundere she she mm. I, don't, I don't think she's a sundere she doesn't get like upset from or jealous she actually is all over you she's mm-hmm. that type of girl oh right um, yeah Gosh, I don't remember what they call that one. There's too many terms for all the weebs out there. <laughs> How about you, Ducks? Are you watching anything this season? Oh, boy. Um, after traveling internationally and trying to set up a, a group watch and this podcast and my own Discord server, I've had very little time to watch anime. Um, I've also been trying to keep up with the Seven Deadly Sins. I actually just finally finished from last season in Yoshiki because uh, uh. I just didn't get around to finishing last season. Um, I'll go out and say that the ending was very disappointing yes um i i wish i could get into jump magazine too but that's uh that was dumb i'm not gonna give any more context on that but that's that's just that was dumb um i am 
I set up a group watch, which uh, both of these guys are taking part of. Dinah's a little bit behind, but that's okay. He's he's a stud. He'll 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 get there. <laughs> we are watching the vision of Escaflone, which I always thought it was Escaflone, but they do say Escaflone, so that, that is how it's said. And it, it's pretty interesting so far after five episodes. Interesting mix between fantasy and uh, and uh, sci-fi. And I'm watching. Uh, so I I started with the ocean dub. It's god awful uh so i switched to the funimation dub and it's very good i guess my thing i like most about it right now is uh my favorite composer in anime yoko kano is the uh composer behind it and i am really liking her work so far and i'm interested to see where it goes uh other than that recently also when i was on my trip i finished erased and i enjoyed that as well oh, that was good erased missed that show it's pretty enjoyable. I think you'll like it. It's a it's a mystery thriller, Dino. So and it's short. So I think that's right up your alley. It's fantastic. I like the sound of that. And beautiful animation too, since it was A one. Sweet. And it's got a little bit of a time travel aspect too. So it's 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 catering to you. Uh, I think it's your type of show. Sweet, sweet, awesome. Uh, and then soon I plan to because uh, I didn't finish it from last season either. I want to go ahead and finish um, Kekai Sense in season uh, two as well because I really love that show. Nice, amazing soundtracks too. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's such a such a variety. It's one of the most varied soundtracks I've ever heard. Yeah, that that'd be everything for me. So we are done talking about anime. Huh, weird, I know. So the news section will stay here. Um, there's not really any massive anime news that, of note that I can think of. Uh, unless either one of you guys can think of something. Dinah usually, if there's anything notable, he'll remind me. But in Kitsu news, uh, since this is still partially a Kitsu podcast in some part. The iOS and the Android uh, mobile apps for Kitsu are in their beta stages right now. So if you are a mobile user and want to try that out, go to Josh's page. He has the links for it, or you could probably just find it searching through the App Store. Go ahead and give them a go and, and try to help them get feedback so they can work on it more. Progress. Slow and steady. That's that's the Kitsu way. Uh, what is it? Uh, soon, DM. Soon. <laughs> Other than that, that is honestly most of the show today, guys. I hope you enjoyed our uh, dub uh, versus sub discussion. I I'm sure you wanted us to be a little bit more angry about it, because I'm sure some of you are like, how could you ever watch a dub? Taking <laughs> Topin Grand Lagan sub only. <laughs> and to you, I say fuck you. <laughs> um... I mean, <laughs> you're entitled to your own opinion, but in all honesty, thank you for listening. Please give us any feedback you can. We ask you now, everybody, when you find this podcast, either on YouTube, Kitsu, uh, iTunes, wherever you see this, um, if you want to, submit a question to us. Uh, we are going to pick one to two a week, and even if your question doesn't get picked for the next podcast... That's okay. Uh, we will, I will toss them in the backlog. So if we're dry one week and nobody answers us, I'll have questions on the back burner. We would just really appreciate that. If there's anything else you guys want us to try to modify or uh, add to the podcast, uh, we're open to suggestions. Um, we won't promise anything because we are we are not your slaves. <laughs> we tell you we tell you what you get. Um, but um, uh, we'll do our best to bring you quality entertainment that you deserve. You can find us on a variety of places. So because uh, we bad about this in our first 10 episodes we, we always mention our youtube links which is one of the most common places you can find us at foxcast anime but and if you google us you can find us as well but uh we are also available through itunes and uh, is there anywhere else we're uh, available through that we want to plug through dina well pretty much if you're can find us on itunes you can also find us on a stitcher app which is another podcasting app for android devices i believe 
Okay. And so, so if you're Apple phone, iTunes, Stitcher for Android, and obviously YouTube for anybody who has heard of that, which is everybody and their mothers at that mm-hmm. Foxcast anime. We will leave the links below in the description as always, but uh, we would very much appreciate if you do listen through iTunes to give us, uh, what is it a thumbs up or is it a star rating? I don't remember what it is exactly, but uh, whatever the rating system is, please uh, rank us high if you like what you listen to and uh, leave us nasty, dirty, filthy, um, uh, positive comments um <laughs> thanks guys uh, we would really appreciate anything you can give us and before we say goodbye for real today uh nuva what is a show that you recommend to all of our lovely foxes listening tonight well to the lovely foxes at the well in the den i have a show it's a seasonal though it called the english translation is mo- moment by moment you have to uh, google the japanese translation i am horrible with japanese wording so i'm not even going to try to pronounce it's almost 3 a.m <laughs> that is fine we w- i will make sure in the description below to put both languages and links to both for everybody that is why you my captain this is why i love you but yeah so moment by moment it's an action psychological type of series it is so good it's like probably going to take my crown for the best series in the seasonal if it keep up at the pace it hands down have the best opening theme the best and the theme of the whole seasonal period to me. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's catchy as fuck. The visuals, presentation, ah, moment by moment. Please go and watch it. I think it's a great show. A whole lot of people is not talking about it. I do not know why. It's really good. You want something serious and not like you know uh, shonen? <laughs> you should watch this show. It's so good. You hear that, everybody? It's moment by moment, I believe, is what he uh, he said. Yes. He wants more people to discuss it. If you watch it, please, please, on Nuvo's wall, tell him what you think about it. I hope you enjoy it if you do watch it. For me, uh, uh, if you are a Kitsu user or plan to use Kitsu, our anime social site where this podcast was originally originated from, the user of the week that I would like to recommend for people to follow and talk to, he is one of the nicest people on the site I can think of. He is a manga enthusiast. He is somebody I really, truly enjoy and respect. His name is Eric the Red. Eric the Red is a wonderful person. If you love manga or need manga recommendations, he will give you more than you'll know what to do with. This guy eats, breathes, and lives manga. If you need a break from anime, need a break from your dog, need a break from your wife, and you need some manga, go to Eric the Red. (laughs) But all in all, everybody, I I truly thank you. Uh, Wherever you are, I hope you're having a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening while you're listening to this podcast. This was episode 11 of the FoxCast. My name is Dokes. Nouveau Nokai here. Cheers. It's Dinah. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time. Bye-bye, guys.